This is News Talk. Interesting, this thing to Jacinda Ardern and the news there saying she doesn't have enough in the tank to uh, carry out a general election and run for election. She'll remain as an MP, but basically she's saying she doesn't have the energy to lead her party into a general election this October because the Irish Independent is looking at an Irish general election this morning, which is indicated to be in autumn of next year, according to Taoiseach Leo Vradker. The coalition could remain in office until the spring of 2025, but see out its full five-year term. But Mr Vradker has told Finnegal TDs he does not want a winter election so instead he's looking at autumn 2024 instead of spring 2025. Uh, these were comments made by the Taoiseach at a Fine Gael meeting and several of those people who were at the meeting said the comments were a clear signal that an election late next year is on the cards. So so begins the general election campaign, it would seem. Now, News Talk is on the front of the Irish Independent this morning because its owner, Bauer Media Audio, IT company Ergo and UPMC, which runs several private hospitals, are among at least 12 companies that have failed to publish gender pay gap reports on December 31st. The Irish Independent has been looking at more than 500 firms, uh, which has found that men are paid 12.3% more than women on average in hourly terms, but data is missing or difficult to locate for up to 100 firms. All of the companies told the Irish Independent that they intend to publish their gender pay gap reports in the coming days, and there's some government departments also which haven't filed their gender pay gap reports just yet. On the front of the Irish Times, heard a bit about this yesterday, that we'll have electric vehicle charging points every 60 kilometres. And this plan is going to be announced today. So the Irish Times says a plan to install thousands of EV charging points will place more pressure than ever on the electricity grid, the government has been warned. Minister Eamon Ryan will today announce a €100 million strategy that aims for charging points to be placed at 60 kilometre intervals along motorways and taxi ranks, tourist sites, hospitals, hotels and sports clubs and Minister Ryan will be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast to discuss this public charging infrastructure for EVs. So tune in to Shane and Kira from Seven. The Irish Daily Mail, house prices at boom time peak. The average price of a house has reached a new record of €359,000, a rise of more than €1,300 a month in a year, according to the latest CSO figures. I was just looking on Daft yesterday. Uh, There's houses near us, and last year one of them was up for sale. Now, I don't know what it went for, but the asking price was €350,000. There's another very, very similar house uh, and online, it's now being sold at an asking price of €500,000. So there we go, €150,000 and the difference of an asking price in about a year. So these are the uh, new figures. Average cost of a home hits €359,000. Now, the Irish Examiner, a Cork TD, has told how she was terrified after a man repeatedly showed up at her home. This is Social Democrats TD for Cork Southwest, Holly Kearns, who described the sexual nature of abusive comments sent to her online and by post, including being sent clippings from pornography featuring other women named Holly 
and Holly Kearns said the abuse has become worse and worse over time and Gardaí have advised her not to have constituency clinics due to safety concerns. There's also a judge on the front of the Irish Examiner who's being praised by women's rights groups uh, after talking about inappropriate behaviour from men with no respect for women. This is Judge Mary Larkin, who yesterday convicted a 56-year-old Clare man of sexual assault after he slapped a woman's backside in a supermarket and his solicitor said his client is a man of his era and did not understand the laws of attraction when one party clearly indicates to the other that they're not interested. And then Judge Mary Larkin said, you speak of this man being a man of an era, but let me speak to you as being a woman of that era. She said that on occasions she had to suffer inappropriate behaviour from men who have no respect for women. That is what it comes back to. It's a lack of respect for the female gender. Men do not learn that you cannot touch or strike a woman or anybody. Whatever era you are from, you need to bring yourself up to date to say that you cannot conduct yourself like that. The National Women's Council praising the judges' comments. Also, Pascal Donoghue, of course, still on the front pages. Uh, the quote on the front of the Irish Examiner, Donoghue showed disrespect for the doll. Public Expenditure Minister Pascal Donoghue has been accused of disrespecting the doll after failing to quell the controversy around the failure to declare election expenditure there. Um, some members of the opposition rounding on the minister claiming he had concocted stories to make the controversy go away. Minister Donoghue's also on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. Pascal Pal's 8.7 million euro state deals. Uh, the story, the businessman at the centre of Pascal Donoghue's expenses scandal was a director at firms which were awarded 8.7 million euro in state contracts. The Irish son, I've no sympathy for monster. Nadine Lott's mother says her daughter's killer, Daniel Murta, is reaping the evil seeds he sowed after he was slashed in the face behind bars, which we heard about yesterday, an attack on him uh, at the Midlands prison. So the, the son has gone off and interviewed Nadine Lott's mother there. Now, inside the papers, interesting one in the Times of London, and this is in the UK, but you'd wonder if it's the same here. I'm not vegan myself, so I don't know the experience here, but certainly across the water, uh, what they're saying is going vegan may be good for your waistline, but it won't help those looking to tighten their belts because an analysis of vegan products across supermarkets has found that pack sizes are 15% smaller than their meat-based equivalents and 11% more expensive. So it means that feeding a family of four with three plant-based products a week would cost £115 sterling more over a year. So obviously a lot of people going vegan, particularly this month, because don't they call it uh, Veganuary, where people do the plant-based diet all month. Uh, so maybe some who've gone vegan for the month of January are suddenly noticing that their supermarket bills are going up and up and up. So that's in the Times of London. I would be interested to see if it's the same here in Ireland. You can only assume so. Also nutritionists in the Times of London raising concerns about veganism leading to poor bone health and other conditions, but the Vegan Society insists that well-planned vegan diets contain all the nutrients that the body needs. Staying with health, interesting one in the Telegraph from Canada, uh, where Justin Trudeau's government has introduced some of the strictest guidelines on alcohol consumption in the world. So the government in Canada is recommending that Canadians have no more than two drinks per week. 
Uh, now, they used to say you could have 10 drinks a week. Now they say no amount of alcohol is safe uh, and drinking less is better. But if you have to drink in Canada, two drinks maximum each week is deemed as low risk. And of course, that puts Canada at odds with several other Western nations in the US. It's recommended you don't have more than two drinks a day for men, one for women. Uh, the UK and probably Ireland too. I meant to look this up before we come on air. air. Uh, I think it's around 14 units of alcohol six glasses of wine or pints of beer a week. Anyway, it's a lot more the guidelines here than what they're saying you should do in Canada. But there's a certain irony according to the Telegraph because while they're telling Canadians only have two drinks a week, they're also legalising heroin and crack cocaine in Canada, which is an interesting one. Staying with the Telegraph, if you're on Instagram and Facebook, you could be seeing nipples soon because Facebook and Instagram have been ordered to tear up their policies that ban images of bare breasts. The demand comes a decade after feminist campaigners coined the slogan free the nipple and they wanted equal standards on revealing male and female nipples and now Meta's oversight board has ruled that the company should reinstate posts it took down of people showing um, in nipples and breast reductions and things like that so obviously some will welcome it and freeing the nipple others will be concerned about seeing breasts on social media it would seem. In the Star there's a survey about the best films which were filmed in Ireland and Steven Spielberg's Saving Private Ryan has been named the best film to be shot in Ireland. Research uh, has compiled ratings for all films that have been shot here to see which ones are the favourites. Saving Private Ryan comes out on top. Uh, Also, Christy Brown's My Left Foot came in second. Coming in third place is the 1975 uh, drama. What's this one now? My Left Foot is there um, and Christy Brown and then there's also some films I haven't heard of there. Uh, the 1975 drama directed by Barry Lyndon uh, um, sorry, it's called Barry Lyndon, directed by Stanley Kubrick. Apologies, I've never heard of this film but it's in third place so obviously I need to go off and watch it and in fourth place is Once which uh, obviously won an Oscar for the best song there. And final story for you comes from The Mirror and we're back to uh, prices of scones and buns and things like this in Ireland. So it's described as Ireland's favourite cafe, Bewley's, which has been slammed for charging €16, €16 for a hot chocolate and a bun. Bewley's on Grafton Street prides itself on its in-house hot chocolate, which is served with mini marshmallows, cream and orange chocolate shavings. However, the prices they're charging have been described as completely extortionate, according to People Before Profit TD Paul Murphy. The Irish Mirror was shocked when it was presented with a bill for €8 for a hot chocolate and €7.60 for a small coffee icing eclair bun. Uh, So the total for hot chocolate, eclair, tea and a cookie was €22.60. So Paul Murphy says the prices are unacceptable. A spokesperson in the mirror for Bewley's, though, says that our table serve Bewley's hot chocolate is a much-loved favourite at the cafe, which uses only the finest quality fair trade cocoa beans. It reminds me, first of all, if you remember a hotel in Tipperary charging an awful lot of money for scones, uh, but I once paid in a quite a well-known hotel €9.50 for scones 
Now, there were two scones, but they're small enough now, in fairness, and €6.50 for a pot of tea. So, quite expensive to have tea, coffee, couple of buns here in Ireland in some places, it would seem. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.